When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome back to Sports Day. Great to have your company. Thanks to Repco Authorised Service for expert car service. Your book online at repcoservice.com. And a bloke who has been very, very busy indeed. And it's great to see... A couple of Australians getting to the pointy end of the US Tennis Open. Brett Phillips, the tennis anchor for Wide World of Sports and the first serve host joining us here on Sports Day. Welcome, Brett. How are you going, mate? Uh, big two weeks, to be fair to say, <laughs> Carl. But, uh, look, an incredible two weeks. I'd, I'd have to uh, probably say it's uh, the, the best US Open that I've witnessed, particularly on the men's side, where the, the level of tennis was um, yeah, ab- absolutely breathtaking and here, we, here we've got the next uh, generation who have uh, well and truly arrived. And uh, it's a real change of the guard. I mean, to have a 19-year-old as uh, the world number one, and it won't be a flash in the pan. I mean, this man is, uh, this young man's here to stay for, well, probably the next 15, 20 years. That's how good he is and how good he is um, still to come. Carlos Alcaraz. Now, you're saying there's a changing of the guard, which I, I think is almost universal, but... Novak Djokovic, when he resumes his Grand Slam adventures, uh, surely he'll have a say in just handing over the baton just yet. Yeah, no, it's a good point, Mark. I think there's still, yeah, you know, there's still some very good tennis left in Djokovic, and you know he's been denied, obviously, playing two of the slams this year. So who knows what that conversation looks like if he had played all four majors? And there's obviously still a lot for him to achieve in the sport. So fingers crossed, we can get back to normality next year and that uh, you know one of the greatest in the sport can actually just play um, wherever he is uh, around the world. So, yes, I, I think there's another um, part of the Djokovic career still to come and he'll he'll love the fact that these guys have really risen. It'll inspire him as well. I think, you know, to have these sort of uh, cross-generational battles and uh, jockeying for position is, is brilliant for the sport. We've seen it going back many years of uh, tennis. Uh, you know, Rafa, we don't know, you know, turning 37 next year, another year older, but every time we ride off uh, Nadal and think he's probably just about cooked, uh, there's another chapter. Uh, and then, you know, there's a lot of guys who might just think, gee, is my opportunity still there? Is the window closing? Because, you know, Zverev and uh, Pass, uh, Berrettini's, a few of them have been around for a little while now, and the clock is ticking. Uh, and there's more young talent coming through. But Carlos Alcaraz has gone past all of them. I mean, it's just, it's just a phenomenal uh, tennis story, uh, led by a former world number one in Carlos, Juan Carlos Ferrero, who's guided him uh, technically as a tennis player and worked on all facets of the game. And it's, the scary thing that Juan Carlos Ferrero said in the media conference today, and we should hear more from the tennis coaches, is that uh, he believes he's only um, maxed about 60% at the moment. So <laughs> I'll tell you what, if he's only got at 60%, who knows uh, what he's going to achieve from here because his level of play is 
simply phenomenal. What did you make of the implosion by Nick Kyrgios? He goes to the net and he shakes his opponent's hand and then he goes back to his bag and he smashes a couple of tennis rackets. Mate, does he really need to do this stuff? Yeah. Well, I, I hate it when, uh, and I saw it at Indian Wells this year when the Dale beat him and, um, you know, the Dale's going out and celebrating with the crowd and he, he flung the racket, which nearly uh, nearly hit the uh, the innocent uh, ball kid with the hands behind uh, his back at the end of the court. And, yeah, I mean, that's when you shake uh, the player's hand, you shake the umpire's hand and you let that player, the winning player, have their moment. Uh, it doesn't, be, It shouldn't be becoming about you. So that's the part that... Yeah, look, people obviously focus on, and um, and, and it, it is ordinary. There's no doubt about that. It was pathetic. Uh, but, I mean, look, he has, you know, you know I've wrestled with Nick Kyrgios for a while, but he has come a long way, uh, no doubt. I mean, certainly his level of tennis uh, and the way he's digging in and there's, uh, there's more application there to the task, no doubt. Uh, there's no waving of the white flag, so he's zeroing in on that. And he'll continue to be an enigma for as long as we cover him. And who knows where he sort of goes from here. I mean, he'll have a well-earned rest. Um, he'll always have you know facets of himself that are always going to be there. But I think there's been some steps, uh, subtle steps uh, this year on and off the court. Uh, but, yeah, look, uh, who knows if he still has a window. I mean, he hopefully, hopefully what he's done this year inspires him to say, well, gee, I, I should win one of these. But... Once again, it's, 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 it's hard work because there's a group of about 12 or 15 now in men's tennis who are all pushing each other, and it can come down to just a shot here or there. Margins, four or five sets, little moments. Uh, Nick's got the talent, pound for pound, but he's still got a bit of work to get there above the shoulders. Have you seen the – well, I'm sure you have, uh, but uh, I saw Mark Filippusa spending some time in his box. Do you reckon he's doing any work with him, or is that just a coincidence? Well, he was doing a bit of work, Philippusis, with Sitsipas the last few weeks. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know whether that uh, will come to any um, sort of fruition. I mean, Nick's obviously, as we know, been reluctant to bring anyone in. He's got his, you know, good mate, Jacko. I'm not sure of his exact name. He's got his uh, physio. He's got uh, his uh, partner there. And that's that's the pretty small team that Nick has. And, yeah, I, I still, you know, I, I, don't, I don't necessarily... Um, buy into the fact that he's going to get better if he had a coach. Because I think he's actually got the IQ that he can win and look where he's got to just on his own. Um, but it might be just continually working at, obviously, you know, just the mind and the mindset. I mean, we look at, you know, Iga's fiance. She, you know, she has a full-time psychologist travelling and just working on Iga's mind. Nothing to do with the game technically and game plans and everything like that. So, yeah, I mean, Nick's always done it his way and... If it bears fruition and we see him mature and win a slam, then you know he's had the right to go down that path. But, um, yeah, I, I think it would be a tough gig, to be honest, trying to uh, coach him. <laughs> Very tough gig. You mentioned Eager and the women's title, one in straight sets. And uh, she's 55-7 and seven with seven titles yeah. in 2022. That is an extraordinarily good record. Mark, she has set herself apart. Uh, now uh, and there was doubts. It's funny because we were talking, you know, uh, the, the week leading into the US Open that yeah, you know, she's not quite cherry ripe, not quite blitzing it like she did early in the year when she won 37 straight. She was, you know, a little hit and miss. There was one match there where she was what a set and four two down that could have gone pear shaped, but the rest of the tournament uh, she was in control. And I mean, she's five thousand points clear now in the WTA rankings. So she's clearly taken that mantle from uh, Barty. She's made what a semi-final of the Australian Open 
won two majors. And if she can conquer grass, which is the surface that she's got to get her head around, then she's set to become a real dominant force. Because I look at that pack underneath her, and I'm going cross, cross, no, can't win, can't win a slam for very, all various different reasons. So she can really capitalise now. But in saying that, women's tennis, we've seen all the fluctuations, and she, she is the hunter. They want to take her scalp. But, um, gee, she, uh, the way she pulls through, she's a, you know, lost his four goals down, if I can use a footy analogy, at three-quarter time, and she comes home kicking eight in the last quarter. That's, you know, she comes home with a roar that you can't stop. It's a, a tsunami. We did have a couple of Aussies reigning supreme and creating a bit of history too, mate. Been 21 years since we've been able to win a mixed doubles title. Mm. Storm Sanders and John Pierce got it done. Yeah, well done. Uh, well done to Stormy. Uh, you know, she could have almost made a, a, a women's doubles final as well, just fell short there, but... Yeah, her and John, they've been trying to get together for about a year. Uh, they've had various different partners, and it just hasn't quite worked out logistically, or they've committed to another partnership at the time. But they were really keen to try and have a crack at the US Open. Uh, they're managed by um, the same management group, Sam Maxwell, over in your part of the world there in Perth. And uh, it's yeah, the righty-lefty combination. They got through a few sticky um, periods in some of their matches, but they, they pulled through. And, yeah, first since uh, Todd Woodbridge and Renee Stubbs saluted. Uh, well, the day before 9-11, back in uh, 2001. So, yeah, on the doubles court this year, we've certainly had a, a lot of success, and hopefully that can uh, filter through to the singles court next year. Brilliant, Brett. Thank you very much for joining us tonight here on Sports Day. Take care. Always. Uh, thanks, Carl. Thanks, Mark. Good on you. Brett Phillips uh, here with all of the latest uh, tennis news out of what has been a very busy couple of weeks. Uh, we'll clear a commitment on the other side. Uh, Brett Sanderason is going to join us. He is a cricket writer for Crick Buzz. We finally saw the back of Aaron Finch for some of these, saying about time. We'll have a chat about his wonderful career next here on Sports Day. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.